Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. All right, my friends, this week, I want to talk about overstimulation, what it looks like, what it feels like, how we can cope with it, and the seasonality, I think, of this this, um, experience that cycles in our lives. So I will share with you that over the winter in particular, not only do I get stir crazy, it's like the need to go anywhere that's quiet that has fresh air, that maybe has nature sounds, that would be nice versus pots and pans, like clanging, any kind of big, heavy noise, voices seem so loud, talking, the TV being turned up. Like, honestly, it can be at a normal level, but it feels too loud. And God forbid I come home and it's like turned up louder. Like you're at the movie theater. It makes me so angry and I want to punch someone in the face and I can't take it. And I just, I feel like the need to flee. My whole body's like, get the hell out of there, blaze. You can't take it. Like either make them turn it off now or just, just leave, get back in your car and go somewhere. Like it's almost better to go to a coffee shop where the noise is loud, but it's not as intrusive for some reason as it is in my home. And I'm wondering if it's because like, I feel like my home should be my sanctuary and it stops being sanctuary like when I'm overstimulated. So, you know, like bright lights, too much noise, um, even physical sensations can be too much from like, I just don't want to have to smell too many things. Like the garbage can be overwhelming or people cooking. I'm like, what the hell is that? Why are you using milk? It smells rotten. Everything gets amped up to a level where I'm like, why am I so freaking sensitive? Why am I so sensitive? Why do I want to cry over nothing? Like nothing's happening. Nothing is happening, but all of this stuff happening around me is too much for me. What is going on? And amazingly, because our phones spy on us now, like all of my ads starting to show me this thing for like earplugs that just start to take down the noise attenuation so that you don't hear as loudly all of the noises happening in your house. And I started to see like feeds of people, like moms talking about like overstimulation is a thing. Moms like, are your kids too crazy? And you can't take it. Like that's normal. And I went, Oh my God, it totally is. It's totally normal. But we all think it's a big problem that only we're having and what's wrong with us. But the truth is we can only process so much and then we need a break to just assimilate all of the knowledge. I think it's why sleep is so important. And when we're not getting sleep, it gets even harder to regulate these things. Like you need time to process and go, ah, that's what happened. Our brains like to categorize stuff. Like I feel like when I'm sleeping, I just want to categorize everything. This belongs to me. This belongs to this person. This happened. This is happening next. This is my list. I just want to understand life. And when too many things are happening at once, I feel like I don't understand what's going on and I can't even take in any more information. So once I hit that level of like, nope, I've taken in maximum information, anything beyond that feels like an assault. 
It feels like yelling at me. It feels like the colors are screaming at me. It feels like the food is just like, it's too much. Everything is too much. It's a lot of work. And I just want to shut down. And then someone will come and ask me for something. And I'm like, oh my God, what, what are you doing? Why, why are you asking me for this? (laughs) Can't you do it yourself? Oh my God. And it could be a simple thing like, Hey, could you just pass me the salt? I'll be like, dear God, it's right there. Why can't you do it? So that that's usually when I realize I've tipped into overstimulation mode. It's not actually that bad, but it feels that bad. And so I'm okay saying like my experience of it is it's, it's a tragedy and it's not okay. So I let myself have my drama, even if I don't act it out in the physical real world, but I do notice like, okay, it's time for me to take a break. So fine. Here's the salt I'm going to eat. I'm learning to speak my truth and say, you know, it's really loud for me right now. And I'm feeling extremely tired. Could we just take it down a notch, please? And then just tell people what I'm doing. Like, Hey, you know what? I just, I have a lot going on right now. I'm just going to go be in my room and read in the dark for a little bit. (laughs) I just need it quiet. I need it dim. Just a candle will do. That's what I need. And I'm taking that time for myself and I'm giving it to myself. But I know that many of us don't know how to do that, or we haven't been trained that it's okay. We aren't practiced in asking for time or space for ourselves, or we feel like it's just impossible, particularly as they pointed out in all of my ads, like when you have young children, particularly babies and just everything is at a premium. Sleep is hard to find. Everything is noisy and smelly. There's always something to do. There's very little time to care and nurture for yourself. So I think the overstimulation sensation is our bodies communicating to us that we also need attention. So it's like the uh, check engine light coming on going like, Oh my God, it's not okay. And we do owe it to ourselves. I think to, to look into that and find out what can we do to repair that situation. So overstimulation can look like snapping at the people that you love. It can look like having things at work that you need to do. Like you have on your list, you're like, Oh, I know I should be reaching out and writing an email and just staring at your computer being like, this is so overwhelming. I can't, I can't, I don't even know what to say. And what I find in those moments in particular is, okay, what if I just sat down? I enjoy like an actual physical pen and paper because there's something more satisfying about that. What if I write the letter to the world that I wish I could say rather than what I know I need to say for work or for whatever. <laughs> and usually it's like, dear world, why the fuck are you so demanding? I'm so tired. I hate this. I hate that. And like all the vitriol just spits out and it's a massacre, right? Like I just, I hate this. I hate that. It's so loud, stupid sunshine, stupid darkness. I can't believe this. Why is the TV on? Doesn't anyone know how to turn off the lights in the house? Da, 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 da. And it lets me go, Oh, okay. I've accumulated a lot of things. And I go, Oh yeah. Cause I've stepped in and I've taken care of a lot of stuff. That's what I start to notice when I'm writing my list of hatred and why I'm so stressed out is that I've done a lot of things that I've gotten no acknowledgement for. And I did them because they had to get done. And aren't I such a good person for doing it? And I feel very slighted in that someone had to do it. And of course it was me. And I recognize that I'm not seeing where other people stepped in and did other things because I've just, I've done too many without giving myself some love or care for having done it. So it's my love letter to myself after that to go, okay, I see what happened here a little bit and go blaze. 
I love that you stepped in and took care of your daughter when she was crying and had a bloody nose and it was very stressful for you. Thanks for doing that. I know that was really hard. And me going, ah, it wasn't that hard and being like, no, 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 don't be like that. Don't brush it off, please. It was hard for you. And I appreciate that you did it. Like, oh, okay. And I've, I feel like I'm starting to settle down a little. I was like, and I, I appreciate that you got up early, even though you didn't want to. And every day you get your kid ready for school. And every day you have the same argument about what clothes to wear. And there's the same, like, help me get dressed and the kicking and the whatever that happens. And you do it. And I see you getting frustrated and I appreciate how you've managed to navigate that. And, you know, the part of me that really just needed to hear that goes, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. You're right. I did. I did that. And it, it was hard, but it's okay. And in a way it's like talking to my child self going like, you know, you're, you're putting in a lot of effort and I see your struggle and I see you showing up and it's, recognizing that I tell my friends this, like when they're doing a lot, I'm like, I see you, I see you out there working hard. I see you struggling. I know it hasn't been hard. I know that you've wanted to cry and I know that you have cried and I appreciate you and your honesty. And I'm like, Oh, I'm starting to do that for myself. And doing that takes the edge off of feeling crushed under how much stuff is going on. When things get really loud and I'm upset about the noise I can now tell myself, I'm like, you know what? This is just, it's a thing. It's a thing for you. And it's okay that you don't like loud things. Like we used, we used to, <laughs> I used to judge myself for this and be like, oh, I wish I could be like other people who just enjoy the loud and can have five different sounds going at once. But the truth is I'm not one of those people. I like silence. I can listen to one song. I can watch one TV show. I can't have the TV show too loud or it's just it's very overwhelming and I don't like that. That's okay. That's who I am. And I'm okay to like myself as that person. There's nothing wrong with it. And it's okay for me to acknowledge that, you know, my daughter and my husband are not the same and they actually like things way louder than I do. And that's okay too. And I don't have to, um, pretend that I like it. I don't have to suck it up. I can ask if I want to, like, hey, can we turn it down just a little bit and find a compromise? Or I can just say, hey, you know what? Enjoy the heck out of that. I'm going to go over here and do my own thing. And that's acceptable too. So I'm learning where I can either share in activities, like make that choice. What's important? Do I want to interact or do I really need the space for myself? What is it that I really need in that moment? And many times it comes down to, I just, I want a hug. And do I need it from someone else or do I need it for myself or do I need both? And I'm going to say like a hundred percent of the time I do need it for myself. And it's something that I never used to do, or I felt weird about giving myself, but now I just give myself the mental hug. Sometimes I give myself like the physical hug and I give myself the praise and the love and the compassion. And then I talk about it too with the people I love and go, yeah, I was having a really tough time and I really just could use a moment but being able to do that, um, it feels a lot safer. It feels like I'm allowed to slow down. It actually gives them a heads up about how I like to live. And when things are starting to get out of control, it gives them a chance to head it off and help me out. And it also gives them permission to say the same things. So for my husband to say like, you know, I've just, I've had a shit of a day and I just, I want to lay on the bed and I could sleep all day. I'd be like, totally get it, man. <laughs> Let's have a snuggle. I'm so sorry. You have to go back to work, but I get it. 
would you like me to make you lunch? You know, like it gives us a chance to show up for each other and to do kind things that maybe we wouldn't have if we were trying to hold it together for each other so much. So I think allowing, allowing our overwhelm to show in a constructive way, I think it it gives us a lot of opportunity for other people to show up for us. That ties back to the receiving conversation of last week too, where, you know, we have to open ourselves up and let people know what we want or how can they know that we want it or give it to us. If they think we already have it, it's not on their radar. So I'm learning how to put things on my radar first and notice what they are and then decide, do I want to put them on other people's radars too? And how comfortable can I be with that? And that changes from day to day. And I'm sure it'll change for you as well. But it's a great question to just say, hey, what am I willing to put on the table? What am I willing to ask for? What does my experience really call for right now? What do I need? Do I need help? And am I allowing myself to have it or provide it? Um, in what way could I make things easier on me right now? And I think when we're in overwhelm, we go, no one's going to hear it. I just need everything like that. That's the cry is everything is upsetting and I just need it all to stop and just stop. I just want it all to stop. And we're afraid to say that because then we're like, oh, well then everyone takes everything away. And then that's not what I really wanted either. So, I mean, it's a learning process to decide how much help we need, what kind of help we need, what kind of a pause we need and learn how to make space for that, both by giving it to ourselves and by asking for it from others and asking the universe for it. Like, where could I find that space? And I would say we should be easy with ourselves as we learn to walk that road, as we learn to open up and I don't know, be vulnerable, be real, be honest. I think honestly, I love seeing people admit (laughs) when they're stressed or overburdened and let me know about that because, well, in a selfish way, it makes me go, oh, thank God, I'm not the only one that finds this stuff hard. Like there's so much relief in knowing that everybody else also has a hard time. And it's not that I want them to have a hard time, but there's a relief in going like, oh my God, we all feel that way. Because then I go, oh, if we all feel that way, then we all can benefit from providing and learning how to provide this for each other. We all could benefit from slowing down. And if we all actually contribute to it, we actually can change how things work. And we start in our own lives and then it ripples out from there. I'm like, man, we could change the universe. We could change things for our kids so that it's normal for them to ask for the help they need and the time they need. And it's normal for them to give what they can in a joyful way, in a way that serves everybody. Um, a kinder world, a kinder way of working, a kinder way of providing for each other. I have a lot of thoughts lately about community and connection and what it means to set up as a part of a community to really be available in society, right? To not just be in my own little world, but to truly be showing up. And how can I do that in a really authentic way. That isn't just me throwing myself out like a doormat for people, but really showing up in integrity with what I honestly can provide at any given time and to be there in empathy with what's going on with them and providing what I can at any given time, uh, but also receiving what they have to give at any given time and what I need. And the more I look at it as um, an ecosystem, a balance, that's what this year's 
thought for me anyway is all about is how can I thrive? How can I not only receive, but give and receive in equal measure? How can that become a really amplified and vibrant existence? And I want that for everyone. I, I love creating that world. I would love to hear your thoughts. Like, how do you deal with overstimulation? How are you providing for yourself and teaching others how to, how to help you through it? How do you help others through it and recognize it in others? Or yeah, like what stage are you at? Are you at the, oh my God, everything is just way too much. Or have you managed to manage it somehow? And honestly, like I'm sure it fluctuates day to day, moment to moment, hour to hour, but I'm cheering for you from here and wishing you all the feels and all the love. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.